Ahoy! <laughs> we both strung, strung them out there a little bit. <laughs> and that's because it's a week to celebrate. It is a week to celebrate. Welcome to the 100th episode of Bottom of the Stream. Happy, not birthday. Centenary. <laughs> yeah, so it's not 100 films. It's 100. We're including bonus episodes, Christmas specials, things like that. This is the 100th episode that we've put out to the general public. On this feed. On this feed, yeah, it doesn't include the Patreon episodes either. No. Who'd have well, thought we'd have got to 100, Nick? I think you can be very proud. I'm very proud. Somebody asked me today, and I was like, yeah, I'm really proud of it. Oh, we've, good. We've achieved good things here. We've found some hidden gems, which is what we wanted to do. And we've found some absolute dog shit, which is also <laughs> what we wanted to do. Because they're funnier episodes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I no, I, I'm... Um, I'm very happy. Uh, I, I, I'm a little bit surprised, but <laughs> delighted that people continue to listen. And I would just like to say thank you for everyone who has contributed, listened, downloaded. It is really appreciated. Hundred um, percent. I couldn't. I will echo that sentiment. It's the first time you've listened. Welcome aboard. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Welcome. There's a hundred episodes to go back and catch up on now. Just don't start at the start because the first ones weren't as good. Yeah, skip the first season probably. <laughs> like there's some good movies in there, but. I think we yeah. weren't as we were nowhere near. We as didn't good. know what we were doing. <laughs> Some would say we still don't, but well, yes, we, we have more fun now than we did back then. But but I'm going on a curve. So back in the early days, we had one mic and we both just gathered around it. I know it's literally the mic you're using now because it's your what do you it's call the, it? Remote recording mic. It's, it's, the, it's the backup. Yeah, yeah. The, we've, uh, got a, we've got separation this really nice mic kind of stand, just sitting here doing nothing in my room, watching, looking at me. And yeah. you've got this like snowball mic doing all the work it's a really good job we didn't sell that we were going to sell that when we brought these new mics to remember that, yeah that's true it's a really good job we didn't <laughs> that 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 was very fortuitous it was good job i'm too lazy to put stuff on ebay <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh, it worked out all right you know definitely so how's your week been uh yeah not too bad I did a did a bit of a walk past you last weekend yeah, it was um, nice to see you and the kids, for definitely. In, in the snow. Socially distanced had, and doorstepped. We, we had a lot of snow, didn't we? We had so, a lot of snow. Um, which is quite rare for us. So, yeah, uh, yeah, we, we went on a bit of an adventure, get some fresh air, uh, and happened to steer our route past your house. So, yeah. It was, it, was, it was a nice surprise to see you. Did think about not knocking on your door and just shoveling a load of snow through your letterbox. <laughs> That would have been annoying. <laughs> really glad you didn't do that. You'd have been really confused, <laughs> especially if you didn't come down till it was just like. I, would, wet I wouldn't everywhere. have heard you because I was editing at the time, and I only just heard because you pressed the Alexa doorbell. Yeah, and that's the only thing. That, the only reason why I heard. If you hadn't have done but, it, I would not have had a clue. But my letterbox is really stiff, so you probably wouldn't have been able to do it anyway. Well, we'd have, we'd have tried. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, it was nice to fleetingly. Uh, See you, catch up but, it was good yeah um but yeah that was literally the most exciting thing i've done all week was a walk in the snow <laughs> and uh, build a snowman and all, all that sort of stuff the drive to work on monday morning was not fun no i can imagine I did you see didn't. did you see any um anyone struggling up hills or anything i didn't i was uh quite lucky i did see the there's a round there's a roundabout big roundabout on my way into work and there was a there was tire tracks across it put it that way okay. <laughs> <laughs> somebody had driven on that roundabout at some point that morning taken the um the as the crows flies 
Yeah, pretty much. It just drove straight over the middle of it. <laughs> but yeah, no, that was fun. But then it just disappeared. Like Within an hour, it was all gone. Ah, well. Never mind. Good riddance. <laughs> it's all right if you're not going to go anywhere. It's, uh, exactly. It's, Snow, snow's quickly, not fun when you've got to drive 20, 40 miles a day. Yeah, quickly um, loses its luster, doesn't it? So. It certainly does. Awesome. You got any Netflix news? Uh, I've got a few bits, yeah. Ooh. I, something came out today. Okay. Yep. Um, something came out today that um, made one of my bits of news in our last newsletter completely irrelevant. <laughs> <laughs> because I... Um, Sorry. What for? Uh, I had a drink of my iron brew. Uh, I, you've got some iron brew? I've got some iron brew. Treating oh, myself. Look at you, Mr. Moneybags. <laughs> I don't usually drink fizzy drinks, but iron brew is the only one that really agrees with me. I, I like iron brew. I, I don't mean to like uh, cast aspersions or <laughs> stereotypes, but about a year ago, I was up in Scotland, yeah, for work. For work, and I was I was with a colleague. We were having uh, we were having our our dinner um, in Edinburgh, and this guy walked past in literally a string a string vest and some raggedy jogging bottoms. Yeah, that rubs bit. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> and under each arm, he had two huge bottles of Iron Brew. <laughs> Amazing. We the most Scottish other. man of all time. Yeah, we just looked at each other and burst out laughing. <laughs> if it had anyway. had a kill time, that would have sealed that completely. Sorry, we uh, got <laughs> sidetracked by Iron Brew there. Uh, that's fine. What's happened? What's in the news? I say, well, I wrote a bit in the last newsletter about how Netflix was projecting that Bridgerton was going to be like its third or fourth most watched thing ever in its first month of release yeah um and they've said today it is now the most watched thing that netflix have ever released in its first month really 82 82 million views jesus um we're not going to go through what a view is again are we do we need to (laughs) anything over 70 seconds under 70 seconds doesn't it it, or something like that somewhere around 70 seconds counts as a view so it's it's stupid counting, but still, it's had more than anything else ever. Um, that really so surprised yeah. me because it's not. Some things on Netflix really hit the mainstream media, like Tiger King, for instance. Yeah, this hasn't really. Is I haven't I think seen it, much about it at all. I think it has. Maybe we go on different websites. Maybe. <laughs> Definitely. Um, but it's, and it's also just been uh, renewed for season two. Yeah, that uh, was in the news last week. Yeah, I believe it was. Um, so yeah, that's that's yeah, that's, some that's pretty, big news. Pretty big piece of news. Yeah, it is. That su- really surprised me. I've got one little bit. Um, okay. Season seven of Brooklyn Nine Nine is hitting Netflix on March the twenty sixth. Okay. Uh, that's the only thing I've really seen this week. You've um, you've caught me off guard because I was pretty sure you were going to have this next bit, and I've not <laughs> got it up in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, what was it? <laughs> so. Well, can I do my other one first? Yes. And then I'll save the big one to the end. So okay. um, Netflix has also announced that uh, another recent hit, Lupin Part 2, yep. is coming uh, later this year. Oh, awesome. Um, again, I've heard I, really I, good things about that. Yeah, me too. I know we mentioned it last week, but I have yeah. got it on my list to watch. Yeah, me too. But, but the, the big bit of news, and I suspect that as this only came out a couple of hours ago, you may just not have had a chance to... Uh, to have caught sight of it. Possibly. Um, Netflix have, a few hours ago, announced the main cast for their live-action adaptation of Neil Gaiman's The Sandman. 
Oh, really? I knew that was coming. I didn't know they'd announced the character. Or even the Sandman. I don't know why I pronounced it like that. <laughs> the Sandman. <laughs> like John like Spiderman. Sandman. <laughs> yeah. Peter Spiderman. Um, cool, that's cool. I knew that was coming. I hadn't, I've not seen a cast announcement. What have we got? Would you like to know? That, so, the announced cast, uh, Tom Sturridge is playing Dream. Okay. Gwendoline Christie is playing Lucifer. Oh, that's awesome. She's the lady from Game of Thrones, yeah? She she is, and uh, Star Wars. Um, Vivienne Achemipong is playing Lucien. Not, not familiar with that one. I have, I have read uh, Sandman, but it was so long ago. I can't really. (laughs) (laughs) It sounds like it's saying hell. Um, Boyd Holbrook is playing the Corinthian. Okay. Charles Dance, isn't it? He's playing Roderick. Also of Game of Thrones fame. Yeah, and then this is really interesting because. Two people who may not mean much to people outside the UK. Um, Asim Chowdhury is playing Abel. Asim Chowdhury? Really? Yep. That's yep. awesome. Uh, and Sanjeev Baskar is playing Kane. Wow. <laughs> what an interesting bit of casting. Yeah. I can't believe someone from Taskmasters in amazing <laughs> Netflix. <laughs> That's mad. I've literally only ever heard of Asim Chowdhury from Taskmaster. Uh, he's, he much about cha- him other than that. Was he not? A, did he not have a Channel Four show? Is it did people he? just do nothing? That's on Netflix. Yeah, that's him. Oh, yeah, I think, that. yeah, I think you're right. I think it is. Um, yeah, so that's that's the Gwendolyn Christie is a brilliant bit of casting. Yeah, that's really exciting. Cool. No, I hadn't seen that. That must have come out since I uh, last looked at Netflix news. I guess. Yeah, it's just because I didn't look till late and I did spot that. So yeah, pretty cool. hot off the press. As we record, good newsage. Didn't did you watch? Um, talking of that sort of thing, did you have? I never watched it. I think I've got it all on the planner. That his dark dark materials. I watched. BBC a, stuff. I watched a few, but I couldn't. I couldn't get into it. Is, uh, is it worth me watching it? <laughs> I personally didn't enjoy it, but that's okay. on me. I think I don't know if it's. I know a lot of I, people who did. So okay. it's just not my. It wasn't really my sort of thing. No worries. I struggled with it. Have you watched anything at the top of the stream? I have. Uh, it's pretty much just extension of what we talked about last week, though. So, um, World's okay. Toughest Prisons, done that. Finished? Um, yes. Awesome. Uh, th- there's only like three new episodes. The, the One episode, uh, Raphael goes to Greenland. Really? And, yeah. Th- you don't imagine Greenland pr- to have tough prisons? There's only like 58,000 people there. Oh, really? <laughs> Wow. It's got, it's got a, a yeah, it's really interesting. Yeah, it's got a new prison that's um it's basically a, a, a looking at different ways of rehabilitating the the guys they all they've all got that it's like a hotel more than a prison. So oh, it's, right. it's really interesting. Cool. Um, so watch that. Uh watch One Division again. Yeah, I watched that as well. It's good fun. Uh that's pretty much it. I'm intrigued to see where that's going. Um Yeah, hundred percent. Extending from what I said last week, I did finish Night Stalker like I predicted I would. Um, Enjoy it? That's a really good bit of true crime documentarying. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. The fact that he's got absolutely had absolutely no MO and they still managed to catch him was really interesting. Spoiler alert. But the last episode is all about after they caught him and what he was actually like and who this person was. And that's the best episode. Awesome. By far, because he was an absolute evil psychopath. <laughs> But he had this charisma about him. You know when sometimes serial killers have a charisma? Yeah. And he really did. 
and it was really good. Um, other, yeah, so I definitely recommend Night Stalker. It's four, four or five episodes, I think. It's worth checking yeah, out. Yeah, I'll check that out. 100%. Netflix do true crime better than anybody at the minute. Yeah, they've got a um, well-oiled production line, haven't they? Yeah, they really have. Uh, I've started season two of Blown Away. Oh, awesome. <laughs> which is the glass-blowing TV show, a reality <laughs> show. Um, this cast of characters are not as refined as last season's, I don't think. But they are. Uh, quite what good. do you mean? They're what more character? Characters? No, they're not. They're not so charactery. Okay. Another word. Um, <laughs> there's one guy. He's like he's been a glass blower for thirty years, and they all kind of look up to him. And but he's a contestant as well, and he's got the biggest ego I've ever known of anybody. Oh, because like he's within really, his yeah, he's really his field is like a superstar. <laughs> yeah, he's really off-putting. His name's Chris Taylor. <laughs> um, that's a joke no between comment. me and you I guess um, there's one episode where he wins like besting blow they call it Yeah, and he, they, they did like a little sit down interview with him after and he went yeah that's probably not the last one of them I'm going to win he's, he's like the Michael Jordan of ga- glass blowing yeah but he's got his proper ego about it and it was really off putting so I can't wait to see him go get eliminated <laughs> um, other than that I watched a film called Colossal. Oh, yes. Which yeah, was I'm an, aware of it. It was an accident because I didn't realise when I'd watched it until about halfway through that it's actually on the long list. So apologies for that as we can now no longer do it on the show. No, that's fine. <laughs> I I, um, I I think I'd mentioned to you before that I uh, last time we had a good look at the list, I thought it was too mainstream for this yeah, show, to be honest. I, I think you're right. And if, having watched it, I think you're right. But it's a shame because it would have made a really good episode. So it's Did you enjoy really, it? Yeah, it's a really good film. It's it's bonkers, but it's good fun. It's Anne Hathaway, isn't it? Yeah. When she gets angry, a monster destroys no, stuff on the that. other side it's, of the world. There's the, a monster appears on the other side of the world in Korea. Yeah. It only appears when she stands in this particular park in Ohio. I think it's in Ohio. So once she's there, whatever she does in this park, the monster mimics. Right, yeah, okay. And she once she figures that out, it's all about... Surely, in my opinion, you just never go back to that park. Well, yeah, <laughs> but that's not how her her life works. Okay. It's also um, oh, what's his name? Jason Sudeikis. Oh yeah, yeah, he's in it as well. So it's about their relationship, and he plays the bad guy. But I would definitely recommend it. It's really good fun. Okay, it's bonkers, but it's good fun. Um, other than that, the only other thing I've watched this week is a not on Netflix. Um, it's a TV show on Channel 4 called It's a Sin. Okay, yeah. Tell us about that. Um, it's mind-blowingly good. I will tell uh, you that. I've heard heard it has been getting very good reviews. It, it's so good that I finally... I've been saying for a while I'm going to start writing a blog on the website. Yeah. And it finally became the topic that I needed to write. You know when you watch something and you think, I need to get my feelings out on that? Yeah. So I, I did that. And that probably by the time this episode releases, that'll be up. I think I'm happy with how it's work how it is now. But yeah, it's Brilliant. it's mind-blowingly good TV show. Like the best TV show I've seen in 10 years, maybe more. It's perfect. But it's a that real is... fucking heart-wrencher. It's high <laughs> praise indeed. It destroyed me on Sunday. I'm not going to lie. I watched So I watched the first episode because it's it's airing weekly on a Friday night on Channel 4. Okay. Uh, in the UK, obviously. But the whole thing's already up on all four, so you can binge it. So the first one was last Friday, so I watched that as it aired. And then Sunday night, I thought, oh, I might watch episode two of It's a Sin. 
And then it was half past midnight and I'd watched all of them. And there was an empty box of <laughs> tissues at my feet because it is <laughs> devastatingly sad. Challenging wank. <laughs> well, yeah, that and <laughs> it's really, really sad. It's like, it's about the um, AIDS pandemic in the 80s. So it's, it's yeah, set, I know, yeah. The first episode's set in 1981 and then every episode after that is set two years later. So you kind of follow these li- the lives of these people for the 10 years that this pandemic went on for. And no, it's that. I definitely am going to watch it because it Please it, do. It, Please yeah, do. Yeah, sounds it's, incredible. I would implore everybody to watch it. I, I've, it? I've, I've written in the blog, I, I educated me. I know more about AIDS and HIV now than I have learned in the last 39 years of my life. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> um, is it is it all sort of unknowns or is it... Is um, it... Pretty much, yeah. They're, they're, it's an unknown cast. The main guy is the guy, he's in a band called Years and Years. Yeah. Um, he's the main guy in it. And then, other than that, yeah, it pretty much is all. Some of the parents are like proper British actors that you've known, but the the main cast of youngsters, well, mid teens, late teens, early twenties, they're all pretty much unknown. I think a couple of them it was literally their first acting job. Cool. But yeah, I'll, I'll have written a blog. It should be on the website by now. So go and check that out. Oh, I look forward to reading I'll that. Have, uh, yeah, that's I'll good. have tweeted about it. So I'm gonna do. I'm gonna try and do that a bit more regularly, semi regularly. It won't be every week or every two weeks or whatever but as soon as i feel like i need to get my thoughts out i will get my thoughts out good and if you want to do one at any point feel free but it's easy enough to upload them on the website yeah no it's not bad not about chat obviously we already um for the patron guys we already have the newsletter but um just yeah. you know uh we've also got discord where we we obviously share quite a lot of thoughts and yeah um, the discord's pretty active opinions now. so hop in there but yeah having another another um route like that's always good to say yeah it's just somewhere it won't be always about films and tv it could be about anything i'm just gonna sure. write i need to get back into writing a bit i think right we had, um, we had a bit of an idea to do something fun for the 100th episode did we not yeah so we're gonna like do a game but we're both gonna do a game yeah we're gonna see who knows bottom of the stream better than the other one or which okay. of us knows bottom of the stream the best because we've both come up with five questions about the history of this show so we go. It should be. This is going to be fun. I'm, I'm looking. Is that to what it. we were supposed to do? <laughs> <laughs> that was rough. That was a rough uh, idea. Wasn't okay. It? Okay. So what are we gonna I'll, do? I'll go one on one in order. <laughs> what like penalty shootout style? Yeah. Okay. Can Can I make a confession? Yes. I've I've done two things. So okay. I've d- I followed the brief. Okay. I did that first. So I, I've got five trivia questions. Okay. And then I went down a bit of a rabbit hole <laughs> because we don't really talk about taglines much. And okay. I, I've got another five, which are taglines of movies we've watched. So that's like a traditional game. Yeah. Just... Do you want to do them both? Yeah, let's do that first and then we'll do... Okay. I'm excited for that. So what are you calling are you gonna re? Are you going to re-edit all of that? Or just... <laughs> no, I'll just... Just leave it all in. Yeah, fuck it. No, but they, they're not, they are all taglines. So they're all taglines of films that we've watched. Yeah, so it's not an either-or thing. Yeah. Uh, okay, I'll call it Tagline Trivia. Okay. Cool. Welcome to Tagline Trivia, everyone. I'm going to be terrible at this. I can already see it. Um. I mean, there's a couple of tricky ones in there. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> okay, cool. Hit me with the first one. 
Vengeance is born in hell. <laughs> that has to be. That could be one of two. Um, it could be Don't Kill It, and it could be Aramentari. I'm going with Aramentari. Could be neither. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what else could it be? I don't know. If it's not one of those two, I don't know. Oh, it's a good guess. It is a good guess, to be fair. Uh, the, the answer to Vengeance is Born in Hell. Oh, I know it. I know it. It's Little Evil. Good. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's Between Worlds. What? The Cage film? <laughs> yeah. I don't think he was particularly vengeful, was he? No, nor me. He kind I of wasn't blocked it hell, from like, It works better as a tagline for all three of the other films that I mentioned. It does, you're right. <laughs> Go on. Okay. Uh, the next one I'll is... Start. Friendship is just the tip. <laughs> That's uh friendship is just the tip. Oh, I know that. It's the package. It is. Well done. Yes. Because he cuts his dick off. <laughs> Good pun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> very, very, uh, very succinctly put. Um, there's no chance in hell I think you're getting this one. <laughs> okay. It's a magical life. It, is that it? It's a magical life. It's a magical life. Um, well, the first thing that came to my mind was It's a Wonderful Life, and that's a Christmas film. So is it one of the two Christmas films we've done? I mean, well done, because... <laughs> is it Potter's Yes, film? it is. It is Potter's film. <laughs> Amazing. I mean, a, a good deduction there, because it's got nothing to do <laughs> no. with the movie. No. There's it's no a, magic in it. it. Pottersville wasn't a bit of a play on It's a Wonderful Life. Well, I think Pottersville is the name of the town in It's a Wonderful Life, isn't it? Yes, there's a bit of a homage. Yeah, but I don't as, know why as, they've, yeah, where that's come from, I don't know. There's no magic in Pottersville. No, it's related to the actual content of the movie. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I thought that would, just, that would be a tough one. Uh, okay, I think I think this one is fairly easy, but okay. I love it. I think it's a great tagline. It's, I think it's my favourite one. Um, shoot first, translate later. Shoot first, translate later? I don't know that. Um, Bond Cop, Bad Cop? Correct. Oh, is it really? Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> well, I suppose that makes sense, because they uh, they were different languages, weren't they? And then finally, yep. this this is very generic, so it could be tricky. Uh, there's a demon inside. <laughs> Again, there's there's been, we've done a few films with demons in. It's, it's one of those three. Is it one of those three that I mentioned earlier? Little, little Evil, Don't Kill It, or Aramentari? No. No? <laughs> There's a demon inside. There's not an actual demon in this movie. Oh. <laughs> Is it somebody dealing with their demons? I, I Yes, I guess so. <laughs> I don't know. It's what keeps you alive. I never would have got that. <laughs> no. Terrible tagline for a great movie. Yeah, great film. Terrible tagline. Cool. What did I do? Three? Three or four? Three? Yeah, three. Three. And how uh, any of the listeners will have got on. Let us know how you got on with that. Right. Right. Shall we do our penalty shootout of Bottom of the Stream trivia? Go on then. Do you want to go first or shall I go first? Um, You can go first. Okay. My first question to you is, in the history of this show, how many Oscar winners, act- how many Oscar winning actors and actresses have we seen? Six. Is that your final answer? Seven. <laughs> Incorrect. It is eight. Ah, oh, <laughs> No, I didn't include Robert Redford in that because he didn't win one for acting. 
Okay. So there's technically nine. Well, Bad times. Yeah. Um, I blazed it over the bar. Well, you did. Uh, what was the first movie on this show that was directed by a woman? Oh. Um, I want, I'm going to say Sierra Burgess is a loser, but I think it's wrong. In, incorrect. Damn. Yeah, I think that was written by a woman. Yeah, it was directed by a, uh, a chap. A so chap. the first the first movie directed by a woman was I Think We're Alone Now, directed oh, really? by Reed, Reed Moreno. Oh, awesome. Are we going for a nil-nil draw? <laughs> Looks like it. Yeah, we've both been terrible at this so far. Um, question two. Which two actors have appeared in the most bottom of the stream films? Do I get half point for each? Nope. <laughs> um, let's say... The this, guy. This is easy. You should know this. The guy whose name I can't remember. Yeah, um, he's one of them. <laughs> out of um, all those films. <laughs> From Murder Party and Hold the Dark. Yeah. Um, and that guy. Yeah. The guy who's in the Captain's Gallery. The only yeah, male that member of the Captain's Gallery. Yeah. And Robbie Amell. I will give you that. That is correct. It's Mason Blair. That's the chance. And Robbie Amell. How many? Three. Three each, correct. I'll give you that one. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> what is the Spanish title of the movie Mirage? Oh, no, I know this. Mirage is my favourite film that we've done. What's the Spanish title? I don't know. It's there, but it's not there. It's never it's coming. Durante la Tormenta. No, <laughs> it wasn't there after all. Uh, which translates to During the Storm. Yeah, so I knew it was something to do with Storm. That's such a great film. If you've not seen Mirage, go out and watch Mirage. Yeah, check it out. Um, my third question. I would like you to name all four season openers. For the first film we've done in each season. Okay. Um, the Open House. Correct. And That was season one. I <laughs> um, think I may fail on this. <laughs> Take Me. Correct. That was the season three opener. And I Boy. Correct. That was the season four opener. Got one left, season two. And some something else. <laughs> um in season two. Which year was that? <laughs> um I'm having a blank. No. Michael inside. Correct. Well done. I'm impressed by that. I didn't think you'd get that. Uh that okay. was I really had to pull that one. Yeah, I'd not <laughs> thought of Michael inside uh, for <laughs> quite some time. Um It's a good film though. What well, was the net Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. That's fine. What was the name of the zombifying energy drink in Office Uprising? Oh, you've made these world more difficult than I have. <laughs> Do you think? Yeah. Oh, what was it called? It had a green logo. Yeah, as a lightning bolt. Yeah. It's something I, like Surge. It it pretty much sounded like Bolt. That's why it had a... It sounded like Bolt? Yeah. Zolt? Correct. How was it? Yeah. <laughs> that was a guess. <laughs> I would never have got that if you hadn't said that. But I'm having it. I feel re- if you think my first ones were hard, I feel really guilty about them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this next one of mine's pretty hard as well, to be fair. Um, question four for me. What was the name of our first ever bonus episode? Oh. Um, so the first episode we did that was not a film. It was just after episode 10 of the first season. I, hmm, it was. What did we name it? 
I have no idea what we named it. It was the one where we were talking about, like, we were trying to introduce ourselves through talking about uh, some of the films we liked that were currently available on Netflix at the time. Correct. I had no idea what we called it. No? No idea? Get to know us? (laughs) Almost. It was called Who Are We and What Is This? Oh, okay. (laughs) I would never would have got that. Is that two all now? Uh, two, two, I've got two right, you've got one right. I've only got one right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think you've only got... Yeah, I think you're right. Okay. Um. So, uh, next one for me. Anna Taylor-Joy is currently the toast of Netflix. Yeah. As she stars in The Queen's Gambit. Yeah. But which movie did she star in on our show? I didn't even know she had. <laughs> <laughs> Anna Taylor-Joy. Can you give me a season? I mean, I tentatively I can. <laughs> I'm not entirely sure. I can check if you've not got any more. Uh, three. Season three, so not that long ago. You get the feeling when we're thinking like this that Ross Cook's just screaming at his phone. 100% he knows it. <laughs> he knows he's going to get more, the, more of these than any of us. He but... really liked this film, so he will definitely know it. Thoroughbreds. Correct. Yes. Cause... Yeah, she was like the main yeah, she girl was. in it. I didn't. I, I didn't put two and two together. That it was the same person. Two, two, two with one left each. Ooh, I haven't got a tiebreaker. Um, but let's worry about that if it comes. <laughs> is it my last question? Yeah. So far during the show, what have been our longest and shortest episodes? I will say the shortest one was bait. Correct. At twenty-seven minutes, which we've already gone over today. <laughs> was the longest one last week? No. Okay. It was close, but it was not. Was it Animal World? No. Don't know. It was Humanoids from the Deep. Oh, really? Yeah. It surprised me when I checked last night. Rounded in at exactly 90 minutes, 1 hour and 30. Last week's was 127. So last week's was the second longest. Cool. Um, So you finish on 2 out of 5. Yeah, I think you're going to as well, because I feel really bad about this one. (laughs) Okay. Um, What is the Miracle Mile? What is the Miracle Mile? Yeah. I don't even understand the question. <laughs> I don't know what the answer is. Shall, shall, shall I rephrase it? All right. Why Why is... Why is Miracle why Mile is, called Miracle Mile? Yeah, why is the neighbourhood in Los Angeles called the Miracle Mile? Does it mention that in the film? Yeah, I think so, yeah. I've got no idea. <laughs> I don't know. Because it was a... Um, there's an area that had a lot of money thrown into it. There was a lot of rich people moving in, and it's, um, yeah, a prosperous area of the city. Good to time. know. Good to know. So we we finish um, on two all. I, I do, yeah. So, <laughs> well played. <laughs> so we both know the show as badly as each other. Like this show, a completely pointless exercise <laughs> because there's no winner. And the um, fact that definitely Ross Cooks just beat us both on that. Yeah, but we had fun, um, <laughs> and I, I imagine and more the, people will have as well. The reason I wanted to mention Miracle Mile yeah. is because we haven't mentioned this. Um, I don't, I don't, we kind of something that happened a couple of weeks ago is that we are now followed on Twitter by the director. Of oh that yeah, movie. we should have mentioned that. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> he tweeted us a couple of times as well. Yeah, mainly to um, promote his new book that he's got coming yeah, out. Yeah, but... <laughs> trying to trying to vlog his book. But um, yeah, I thought it was really cool. Cool. Yeah, that is really cool. It was quite a nice surprise when I looked on Twitter and saw that. He'd, he retired yeah, he'd from movie of, directing after he finished Miracle Mile. Yeah, he'd replied to our tweet promoting our movie, hadn't he? Yeah, from like <laughs> our, our, our two episode. years, almost two years ago. Yeah. Sorry, almost a year um, ago. 
But I, I love that movie. That was good. It was. It was uh, good I, fun. I, I was the geography fun. was a bit mental, but other than that, it was quite good. Steve Dejane. That's him. Right, we were um, going a bit long, so should we get on to talk about DeadCon? Yeah, we, we better had. Okay, DeadCon was... What am I doing? <laughs> okay, this week we watched a film called DeadCon. It is from 2019. It is a 15. It runs for one hour and 18 minutes. And it's currently rated at 2.8 on IMDb. Stars a lady called Lauren Elizabeth, who plays a character called A.K. Ashley. I don't really want to talk about it too much. She is a YouTuber who currently has 1.21 million subscribers and 955,000 Instagram subscribers. But she's good friends with Logan Paul, so I don't think we should probably mention much more about her. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um, also stars a lady called Claudia Salewski, who plays a character called Megan. She currently has 1.8 million Instagram subscribers and 2.37 million YouTube subscribers. Um, also stars a guy called... What they're doing with the fucking names in this film, trying to trip me up, I don't know. This guy's called Keith <laughs> Makiakenianga. Makiakenianga. He plays a character called Dave, and he is actually an actor. Um, I thought he was, because he's better than everyone <laughs> else. 100% better than everybody else. Um, he only has 1,873 Instagram subscribers. Um, he is about to, to start... He's about to start, or he's currently starring, depending on which country you live in, in Brian Cranston's new TV show. Okay. And it's called Your Honour. And it's coming to Sky Atlantic in March in the UK. And it also stars Tony Curran, who was in Calibre. Ah, oh, nice. There's a fact for you. So yeah, he's in that. Directed by a lady called Karen Weicher. Um, this is a second feature film. Her first one was called The Sisterhood of the Night, which is currently rated at 6.2 on IMDb. So uh, quite a big difference, quite a big gap in her uh, IMDb ratings between 2.8 and 6.2. And was written by a guy called Scotty Landes, who is mainly a comedy writer. He worked on Adam Devine's House Party, which was a a TV show. Um, Adam Devine also a Bottom of the Stream alum. Uh, But probably most of it, he did write a horror film called Ma, which came out a couple of years ago. Um, I don't know if you've seen it. It's on, um, I think it's on Amazon, but it's supposed to be amazing. No, I've not seen that. It's um, Octavia Spencer. Yeah, yeah, I'm aware of it. I was, yeah, I've never seen it. I'm not sure where it is. Actually, I think it's on Now TV in the UK. But okay. yeah, he wrote that. So uh, that's where you know him from if you've heard the name before. That's my facts on the stats of the stuff. <laughs> I mean, it's 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 an interesting approach to put actual YouTubers and Instagram social media stars in, in a, this. In a film about YouTube and Instagram stars. Yeah. yeah. So I didn't realise, actually, that the two leads were. I, I guess that there was a couple of cameos in there from um, from people. Yeah. Uh, but, no, that's interesting. Um, will it pay off? Let's find out. <laughs> Let's find out. <laughs> Do you have a one-word review of DeadCon? Um, <laughs> it's like... Swiped with ghosts. <laughs> wow, that's not a one-word review and a really scathing one. <laughs> um, how does this film start, Nick? I just before I say, I, I just feel like I've been a bit bombarded recently with this sort of movies, sort of handheld film, like social media type. Be- <laughs> I'm not explaining myself very well, but basically, recently I've watched Swiped. Yeah. 
I've watched this. Yeah. And I've watched Spree. I was thinking exactly. I was thinking that whilst I was watching it. I've seen a lot of films about people going live on Instagram and things. And they've all used a similar gimmick. Yeah. Or they're about a similar subject. And they're wildly differing in quality. (laughs) Yeah, very much so. This starts uh, (laughs) in the 80s. It does, yeah. And there's a there's a guy in front of a prehistoric computer. Prehistoric computer. That's a yeah. great way to describe it. That's correct. Uh, the guy's called John. Yes, he is. Um, and he appears to have invented the internet. That's how uh, I that's or, how I inst- understood it, or at least a very primitive but, version but, of it. Yeah, or at least social media. Yeah. Uh, he's invented Messenger, hasn't he, basically? Yeah, he's, he's got a, an app running. It wouldn't have been called an app back then. It would have been a program or whatever. It's called Link Rabbit, and basically it it's a chat room, and you can invite yeah. people into it. It basically says call your computer on your telephone and invite people into this chat room, and you can speak to them. It's like a really old green screen computer. Sure. Yeah, but he's on the phone to a guy who's pulling the plug on it. Yeah, so basically he's talking to an investor, I presume. Yeah. Who says there's no future in this? Yeah. The- we're um we're, we're out, John. We're out. Yeah. And just as he hangs up the phone and he's very disappointed that his uh, project, his lifelong project is not going anywhere, somebody else enters his chat room. Hello, which, yes. Which surprises him because nobody else has got access to this program. His um, DMs are very much slid into. Very much so. He's This guy is called Bobby on the other end of the chat room. And he's lonely and wants some friends, is basically what his first message says. Yeah. They, it appears that they make some sort of deal. John and yeah. Bobby, and then the credits start rolling, and John's eyes roll up into the back of his head. Um, blood starts pouring down the screen, and the title card hits. Yeah, and their exchange basically is that Bobby says, "I'll help you make friends in your computer if you help me make friends in real life." Yeah, basically, that's, um, that's the deal. And then we're in present day. Yep, straight out um, of the title card, straight to ViewCon Day One. Yeah, so we're at a Comic-Con, but for social media influences. Yes, which does exist. Those sort of those yeah. sort of events are a real thing. Basically just go and meet your YouTube stars. Um, this and one's called ViewCon, and we meet... Yeah, go on. Ashley and Megan. Yes, they're basically both vlogging. I'm going to sound like an old man in this, because <laughs> I've written vlogging all the way through that, and it's probably not what it's even called anymore. They call it. They do. I think a vlog is mentioned occasionally. Uh, maybe <laughs> it's making a bit of a comeback because I thought that was outdated terminology as well. <laughs> Who knows? I'm going to sound like an old man so much in this. Um, basically, we we stick with Ashley for a little while. She her YouTube name is AK Ashley, um, and she is with her security guard and her manager. I'd have pronounced it just to be annoying. <laughs> AK Ashley <laughs> or Akashley. Yeah. <laughs> Got a bad case of Akashley. <laughs> Bless you. Thank you. Anyway. Um, it turns out that some unfortunate has double booked Ashley's room in this hotel that they're staying in. And they are quite rude to the staff members in the hotel. Her manager is. Um, did you did you clock where we've seen the hotel manager before? Because I did straight away. Oh god. Maybe this is the tiebreaker for the quiz. No, I didn't. <laughs> British guy. Yeah. Straight away, I knew we've seen him on this show before. Huh. In another cameo. Really? No, I didn't. I didn't pick it up at all. 
he was a news reporter in Hotbot. What was he really? Yeah. Wow. Uh, um, I I don't feel too bad about that because I blocked Hotbot out of my memory. <laughs> I clearly haven't, and <laughs> I've got it stored right down in there. Um, Dominic Burgess. He's been in a shitload of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, he plays the hotel manager in this, and they decide to shut Ashley up and to shut her manager up that they they have got a room, and so they, he checks her into room two twenty one two twenty two ten A. Why can't it's I a speak suite, No less. It's a, it is a suite. We recognise the house number, the room number straight away because that was the room from the beginning. For that was John's room, and the concierge who takes her up to the room seems very reluctant to let her stay there. He even tries to talk her into checking into a different hotel. He does, yeah. Um, and but she's like, no, I'm I'm in now. This room's awesome. It's retro or retro. Yes, she um, invites the Rock. She does. Yeah, she has. She has a bit of a vlog when she gets in there. There, she tells the Rock that she's got a big bed and he's welcome to come over whenever he wants. Yeah. And the concierge doesn't even step foot over the doorway. He just drops the stuff inside the door and runs away. Yeah. And it's instantly noted that it's quite cold in there because you can see their breath. So we, you kind of know where this is heading already, but let's see if it's a fun ride getting there. Ashley, once they're alone, reveals to her manager that she's done. She's kind of finished with all this lifestyle. She doesn't want it anymore. Yeah, um, she's she's she doesn't want the attention. She doesn't want... Uh, yeah, the yeah. the fandom does she? She's trying to f- find a way out of it. Yeah, definitely. Um, I've even written here. She's sad when there's no cameras around. Yeah. Um, so she gets left alone. Her manager and her security guard leave because it's like night time, and she finds a Polaroid picture on the floor at this room, and it is a kid with a holding a bunny balloon. Sure. Which is a really... The balloon is really cool. It makes an appearance quite a few times in this. And I really like it. Yeah, it's it. like a, a, a pink... Pink bunny rabbit. Bunny. Yeah. That's definitely, definitely for copyright reasons, not Bugs Bunny. No, 100% it's pink. <laughs> <laughs> um, then we come back um, to Megan. We leave Ashley for a little while. Sure. And we cut to Megan. And Dave turns up at her room. That was the first time we meet Dave. He's a, he's a YouTuber as well, but he does. he seems to be a gaming YouTuber. He's more a twitcher, isn't he? Yeah. Um, uh, but he wants to stay with Megan in her room because they're having some uh, sort of an affair. Yeah, they've got a relationship going, but it comes out in the course of the conversation that she's already got a boyfriend yep. uh, who she has not quite managed to break up from yet. Yes. She she kind of leaves him in the room. She's like, I've got to go and sign some shit. Um, I've got to go and be a celebrity for a bit. Uh, stay here, wait for me. And so she does. She leaves Dave in the room. And this room instant is the adjoining room to Ashley's room. So there's like a door. It took me so long to, to work this out. <laughs> because I just didn't think it was made clear. No, I don't think it was. It was made clear the, the, that both rooms adjoining had adjoining rooms. rooms. But it wasn't yeah. made clear that they were next door to each other until much later on in the film. And it could have been easily just made that clear straight away. And I, I would have been a, a lot wiser to what the hell was going on. Because <laughs> this room, Megan's room, is a lot more modern, a lot more updated than Ashley's room yeah. is. Yeah, standard hotel room, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and Dave, when Ashley, Megan leaves, Dave finds the same picture on the floor that Ashley found a minute ago. So it's sure. this kid holding a balloon. Uh, but it also on the other side of it, it has written the words Bobby in 1984. Yes, correct. So do we? are we supposed to believe that Ashley's room has been left vacant since 1984? Well, 
Yes, I think that's what it's... Because there's yeah. a conversation from, later from on the that way really everyone, threw me about. From, that's what I did believe. And then there was a conversation from, later on that threw me yeah. completely. And there's something that happens later on that totally contradicts it. But the way everyone acts is that, oh yeah, we've not opened this one up for... Since the bad thing happened. 30 years, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyway, we'll come to that because it does come up later on. Um, later on, Dave bumps into Megan in the hallway. Uh, there's people around, so they pretend to not know each other. Ashley, again, we cut back. There's a lot of cutting between Ashley and Megan's roles. Um, yeah, because Megan's really happy and Ashley's very lonely. Yeah, so Ashley tells her manager. Her manager was called Kara, I think. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's just it's just filler of them mulling around this Yeah, she's like, I don't want to do this. And their manager calls her ridiculous. She's like, look, you've got to get through this weekend at least. Um, Ashley goes back up to her room because it is nighttime now. And the room's been trashed. Yeah. So instead of ringing anybody or trying to sort anything out, she gets her camera out and starts vlogging. Yeah, who's trashed my room? Yeah. She's got a security guard. Where did he go? <laughs> Don't know. <laughs> he does turn up again in a minute. Um, while she's looking yeah. around her room, while she's vlogging, the, the hotel room telephone rings um, and there's a ghostly voice on the other end that just keeps saying, please choose an activity over and over again. Can you please explain to me what this meant? Nope. <laughs> Because it made no sense to me. I think it was something to do with Link Rabbit, but well, yeah, you think it was? Yeah, I do. But it, <laughs> it, it, it might not have been. It, it made it wasn't a callback to anything else. No, we're just assuming that it happens again later on, but nothing happens from the phone call <laughs> again. It's just it's not really creepy. No, it's just it she just no hangs sense. up on it, the, and yeah, she never mentions it again. It happens later on to Megan. Spoiler alert! Yeah. But. Um, while she's on the phone, the door handle starts rattling. The room, the handle, I believe this was the handle to the closet. Like, he had like a walk in closet. Because she walks I, in. I think there. this is, yeah, and I think this is what was confusing as well. Because most of the time, I'm like, is that a closet? Is that the room to the, the other room? The, the, the is, hotel room was laid out. There was a bathroom door, a closet door, and the adjoining room door were all yeah. next to each other, which physically isn't possible. <laughs> because where's the bathroom and the closet? <laughs> <laughs> if the yeah. adjoining room doors in the line of them. But uh, that's how it was laid out. Somebody's rattling this door handle. So she opens the closet and I've written it. Someone's done a logo on the wall in blood. So the, <laughs> the Link Rabbit logo is drawn on the wall now. Yeah, it's basically just like a wheel, isn't it? Yeah. It's like a, or it's like a trivial pursuit cheese. Yeah, pretty much. Pie. Like Put the almost, cheese in the pie. Almost a pentagram, but not a pentagram. Yeah. Um, the security guard turns up. He has a look around. He asks her if anything's been stolen. She says no. And they, so he says, well, there's nothing I can do. If nothing's been stolen, you're just going to have to deal with the yeah, fact that somebody's been in the like, room. Yeah, he was like, you're famous. It's probably just a fan. Must happen all the time. Yeah, so he's like, I'll take your keys down to the front desk and I'll get them reprogrammed. Um, don't know what that would have done. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, they're still going to let you into the same room. Um, so he goes down to the front desk and he meets, I've written here, he meets Halloran. Um, because this guy was basically <laughs> Dick Halloran from The Shining. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't catch his real name, but I've called him Halloran uh, all the way through. It, it was Warren, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> Warren it's, Halloran. It's the guy who's worked at this hotel yeah, since an, he was knee-high to a grasshopper. He's an old, elderly man who basically is scared of this room. And he's like, he can't believe that they, they've actually put somebody in this room. Yeah, they put kids in there? Yeah. <laughs> He says, well, have they put a family in there? And he's like, no, it's just a YouTuber. He's like, all oh, right then. 
Ashley ends her daily vlog at that point. Camera, so she goes, I'm, I'm, thanks for listening, guys. I'm going on in the bath. Um, <laughs> and as she walks away from the camera, the camera turns itself back on. Yeah. And like records her. Uh, and then the walls bleed. Then the walls start bleeding again. Horror movie trope. Um, cut to Megan. Megan's on the other side of the wall in the other door in the other room. She's got a friend now. We don't know who she is. She's never been in it before or since. Um, <laughs> she is basically confiding in her friend that she's going to split up with Ricky, who's her current boyfriend, because she started seeing Dave. Sure. Um, this girl freaks out a little bit. Um, then they hear some banging on the door. They think it's Ashley in the other room. Um, cut back to Ashley. She's in the bath now. It looked like she was in a bath of milk. Because yeah, it did. <laughs> there was no bubbles in it whatsoever. But it was cloudy like milk. <laughs> so I don't know you can't why. Can't have a. Can't. You can't. You, well, because you can't have a see through bath. No, exactly. So why not just cover it in bubbles? <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> they weren't in the budget. No, m- milk was. Um, <laughs> so she's in the bath. She puts her head under the water, and we cut down, and we can see some legs standing behind her. Some, yeah, some yeah. male legs. They're just standing in the bathroom. Um, and then the lights go all red in the room. But I don't know if that was a, a movie effect or if we were supposed to believe that her lights had turned red. And there's a scream, like a huge blood-curdling scream. Yeah, because it was like a flashback, wasn't there? Like a few quick, like one-frame cuts of TechCon 84, which is yeah. where John was in 1984. Uh, this is the point where I put, ah, oh, the rooms are interlinked. <laughs> Funnily enough, my next line says, Megan, staying next door. <laughs> um. Some annoying little brats start running around the corridor, knocking on everybody's door. Little kids. They don't stay long I enough to put, get an answer, but they just run around knocking on everybody's door. I've just put, now the blood's in the bathtub. Yeah. Oh no, she's okay. <laughs> she's all right. This is giving me very mixed messages. <laughs> Cut. It's just throwing all these tropes at you and none of it means anything. <laughs> Cut from there and Ashley is editing on her laptop and suddenly the laptop goes all weird and then the power goes off in the room. Yeah. So she calls down to the front desk, Halloran answers, she tells him the power's gone off. And then we get kind of a flashback to the eighties. Um Yeah, because he gets out the he gets out the file from the office. Yeah. It's just got nineteen eighty four written on it. Um and we see him as a younger man heading upstairs. He's like hoovering and being a housekeeper. And he's cleaning just outside what would later become Ashley's room. And he sees a kid standing in a pile in a puddle of blood. Uh, who yep. then suddenly just runs into this room twenty two ten B or A? It's little Bobby. Yeah, it's little Bobby. So it's, this it's a kid from the picture, kid from the picture, indeed. Um, when Halloran goes in there, the room is covered in blood, and the kid is in there with the balloon. And that's quite a little bit of a the one little flashback that we get that gives us some exposition yep. of this film. Um, <laughs> the concierge turns up again. He has brought her a light bulb. Because bearing in mind all the power's gone off, he's brought a one light bulb, and he just kind of. <laughs> no, he just, this was, he just, I'm no electrician. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> this there's no way this works. <laughs> so he tries to give her. He doesn't want to go in the room. This is the same guy that didn't want to go in earlier. So he just tries to give her the light bulb, and she's like, "No, I'm not doing it. I don't even know where to start." So he kind of. But she says, "She says this one's gone, and the one in the bathroom." Yeah. But all the lights. Yeah, are it's, off. it's pitch dark in there. <laughs> So what he does, anyway. he just kind of leans around the door, changes one of the bulbs in all the in the lights, and all of the lights in the room come back on. 
Sure. <laughs> Um, they work. It then it gives gives her the other light bulb because he says, "I'm not doing the one in the yeah bathroom so, or the closet, wherever the other one was." Um, so Ashley goes into it. They they all do work for a very short time, but suddenly they go off again. Um, she's in the closet, so it must have been the light in the closet, and she finds like bloody handprints all over the wall. And then someone's behind her. Somebody runs past behind her. Yeah, and she catches a vibe, and she kind of freaks out. Sure. And she runs towards the door of the room, but hits an invisible wall. Yeah, sorry, it made me laugh. <laughs> it was quite a good little scene, actually. It was because she. It was quite a good effect, but it it made me laugh. Yeah. I don't know. And when she hits the deck, she gets dragged into the closet, and that's the last we see of Ashley for a little while. It is. Um, so we cut back to Megan and Dave are in the room next door. Haven't heard any of this commotion, and they're watching cat videos on YouTube because apparently that's what YouTubers do in their spare time. Yeah, and no uh, break, no breaking bad for them. No, uh, Dave decides that well, we're going to have sex now. We're going to do the naughty. So shall we just film it? Because we're YouTubers, and that's what we do. But no, I, I'm already as it turns out Dave's an absolute piece of shit because he records it without their knowing. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. That's where I was coming to that. So she says, "No, I don't want to do that. I'm like a pseudo celebrity, and that sort of thing can't get out." So then she goes, "I'm going to go and brush my teeth though, because she stinks, obviously." Um, and while she's gone, he sets up a camera inside a like a jug in the room that's filming them. Basically, you can't suck dick with dirty teeth. That's what she's saying. <laughs> Is that what she actually said? No, no. Oh, no, that's no. come from your mind. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, Dave, after they've done the naughty, Dave shows Megan the picture that he found. Or found? No, he does that before. Sorry, he shows her the picture, and then they start hooking up. And the cat, the film instantly cuts away to some fireworks going off. Yeah, I put. I can't actually believe they've used fireworks <laughs> as a cutaway. It was it was like a montage of the evening of the one of these um, cons, I guess. And then we cut to the next day. It's ViewCon Day Two. Um, we meet up with Kara straight away, who's Ashley's manager. She's missed her first panel of the day, and she's also not answering her phone. No. Um, so that's how you know something's really wrong. Yeah. She's not posted anything anywhere, are But either. nobody's going to find out what's wrong with her. Or knock on her door. <laughs> no, at any point. Um, like, you got to be downstairs in 10 minutes. And, no, we're not going to do that. And then suddenly she turns up. She's walking through the, the show floor of this con. Uh, she's got no shoes on. And she looks dreadful, like she's not been to bed in years. But all the little kids who worship her were like, oh, she's got no shoes on. That's a new cool fashion statement. I'm going to take all my shoes off. So there are all these yeah. kids running around with no shoes on as well. And they start taking selfies with her, taking pictures with her. And Kara's concerned because it's a big day for Ashley. It's like the second day of this con. It's like her day. And she's gone all like a robot. She's even got a different yeah, she's voice. Like a, she's, she's like a featured speaker, isn't she? Yeah. Um, she's got a different voice. She sounds like a man now. Um. But I don't think they could hear that because no one noticed Nobody it. made any comment on it, but she definitely had a completely different voice. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's, I think that was a, the fact that nobody listens to her. I think they were trying to get at that. It, well, it's either that or the fact that nothing in this movie makes any sense. Oh, yeah, there's that as well. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Kara's like, well, I'll go and get her some shoes. I'll go and get you some shoes. So she goes back up to Ashley's room. Uh, the room's been trashed again. So she calls the housekeeper and she's like, Cook, can you come and fix this room up for me, please? Uh, what we... Don't what we notice, but she doesn't notice though, is that the balloon is in there. The, it the, is the 
bunny balloon. And then a housekeeper shows up. And this was, I think, my favourite scene in this film. Because the housekeeper shows up. And she starts stripping the bed down. And as she throws the blanket, uh, the sheet behind her, it lands on a child who isn't there. Yeah. And I, I thought that's really cool. I did like that. I thought that was a really that's good That's probably the, the, the highlight of this, yeah. of this movie. I mean, I'm now questioning um, the sort of training and communication in this hotel because this housekeeper shows absolutely no qualms about coming into this haunted room <laughs> no, which she's everyone not. else in the hotel seems to know about. She's got no fear whatsoever. She's happy to be in there on her own. Yeah. <laughs> um, Ashley says to Kara again that she's done um, and then suddenly her eyes roll into the back of her head and she tries to kidnap a child. Yes. <laughs> There's a little girl and Ashley tries to kidnap her uh, but her mum catches her and stops it. But she doesn't do anything about it because she thinks that this kid's just with one of her favourite YouTubers. Um, but Dave's caught all that on video. Dave kind of is, is vlogging it. Yeah, because he sort of goes, he's trying to, I suppose he's trying to get a bit of uh, Ashley's popularity, isn't he? He's like, yeah. oh, hey, how you doing? Because she's like and king then, YouTuber. Yeah. She's queen YouTuber, yeah. should I say. Um, cut back to Megan. Megan is vlogging again in her room. And suddenly there's a knock at the door and it's Ricky. Her boyfriend's turned up. Which is bad times because she's having an affair with Dave. She texts Dave. Ricky is also an absolute douchebag. Um, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> and she texts Dave to tell him that Ricky's here, so don't come up to the room. Um, and she kind of says, "Like I'll split with him. Don't worry about it." Uh, but and he's in his room watching their sex tape because <laughs> he's a, such a nice guy. <laughs> Megan leaves. She's leaves. She's like, I've got to go to this thing. I'm gonna leave. I'll leave you here. Get ready. Get changed. Come down and meet me later. Yeah, come on. come down. Yeah. So he gets in the shower where he starts blog- vlogging, or I think he even went live in the shower. She's a risk. Uh, just before he gets in the shower, he finds a deflated rabbit balloon under the bed. Oh yeah, he does. That's true. Um. So yeah, he goes live from in the shower, which is a risky move. Um. Yeah. <laughs> and Dave and Megan are both in this like club now, which is downstairs, and they're snapchatting each other and basically telling each other she's telling him to stay away and she actually tells him to leave she's like ricky's going to be here you need to go Uh, so then he gets a bit arsy about it it's teen drama turns out ashley's not content with trying to kidnap one girl she's now kidnapped another child and she's got this well this is the boy i think and she takes it back to her room Um, yeah where where she's found this small child from when everyone else is all the grown-ups are downstairs partying. I'm not quite sure. No, not me, but... There we go. <laughs> um, Ricky comes out of the shower. He's getting changed. He's taking selfies because that's what male Instagram stars do, apparently. And <laughs> Dave's gone back to his room and he's watching this video again. There's a yeah. little horn dog. Um, <laughs> and He's reviewing his performance. Yeah, but he even carries on watching it after they've finished and they've both gone to sleep. Yeah. So... As he's watching this, he suddenly notices that the adjoining door opens and a little boy walks in whilst they're asleep. Um, he recognises yeah. this boy straight away because, remember, he found the picture earlier on. And he calls down to the front desk yeah. to say somebody's been in Can my I, room. I'll just say, this was obviously supposed to be really creepy, but having two two young children, I am frequently woken up <laughs> by a small child standing by the side of my bed. And I just found it annoying. Yeah, but that's just... that's. <laughs> something you're used to if that happened to me i'd be really freaked out <laughs> yes true <laughs> if, a, if a young child was standing at my bed when i woke up in the night 
I would scare the living bejeebus out of me, even if it was one of your kids. Because <laughs> <laughs> I just wouldn't be expecting it. Um, Dave calls down to the front desk to say, look, somebody's been in my room. Halloran, he describes the kid and Halloran's like, yeah, I know the kid. That's Bobby. <laughs> the manager overhears this conversation and just hangs the phone up because he just doesn't want he doesn't, doesn't want to know what's going on. <laughs> we cut to Ricky then, who's still getting ready. Uh, he's got his headphones in. Th- this was a bit weird as well. Um, his headphones start to play up to malfunction, so he rips them out of his ears. And behind him, whilst he's doing this, the bed's doing sex stuff. It is. <laughs> so it's like... Yeah, as if some it's like, some invisible people are having sex on the bed. I, again, this was supposed to be creepy, but it's just like someone was like pumping their arm under a sheet. Yeah. Um, <laughs> at the same time, all the technology stuff's going wrong and the, the interlinked door's opening. Yeah. I was like, this is all over the shop. <laughs> so the interlinked door opens um, and Bobby's standing on the other side of it, the little kid. Um, Ricky spots him. Ricky freaks out. and he. But instead of running... He goes towards Bobby to investigate what's going on. Because um, yep. that's what you do. The balloon is behind him at this point. And then suddenly, the, the what do you call it, string, ribbon of the balloon strangles yep. him and cuts his throat. So he gets murdered by a balloon. Of course he does. And whilst this is happening, there's a, an old-fashioned modem noise playing in the background. Uh, that's the last we see of Ricky. Um, I don't even know if he gets mentioned again. <laughs> No, I don't think he does. <laughs> I don't think he does. Oh, he, he only does it in passing because um, uh, Megan asks, um, asks him to go get some fries. Oh, yeah. Uh, we cut Straight from there, we cut to Kara. She's still looking for Ashley. Um, she's gone missing now. Um, she heads up to Ashley's room again. It's dark. Um, well, I can't remember. I can't read what that says, but it's probably not important. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dave gets on Google. And this really, this is the bit that really made me laugh. So Yeah, this was great. <laughs> Dave Googles the words, Bobby, 1984. And Google comes up yeah. with no results. <laughs> and so then he Googles 1984 Link Rabbit, I think, or Tech Rabbit or something along those lines. Where did he got Link Rabbit? I don't know. I've re- literally written that. Where did he get that name from? <laughs> yeah, I didn't, I didn't get it. It didn't make sense. I felt like there was a scene missing. Yeah, it probably was. Uh, but from that, he gets... Oh, no, no. Doesn't he put in, like, kids missing or something? I don't... The Google search then, said 1984 tech uh, link rabbit, I think. Uh, okay. I thought it was something about kids. He'd gone, like, missing kids, 84, and then it took him to this tech con. Possibly. Stuff. Well, he found it anyway, and he, he manages to find the history of what had happened to John and Bobby and this particular hotel room. We don't get to know it. No. <laughs> but Dave now does know it. Um, Something happened in 1984 at a tech con. Yeah. The kids are knocking random doors again. Um, but the young girl from earlier is doing it. And she sees Bobby this time. But her sister rescues her and takes her away. So we don't have to worry yeah. about that either. Um, and then I've written here, there's a lovely shot of a man hoovering. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah, it's an overhead shot for- looking down on him hoovering. It really reminded me of The Shining because it was a really intricate carpet. And there's just this like, I'm pretty sure. long shot of him hoovering. I'm pretty sure we saw exactly the same shot at one point in Buster's Malheart. Yeah, probably. So it's, it's just the yeah the overhead of the porter like hoovering up the yeah. conference room in the hotel. Yeah, you're probably right, but it was a really nice shot. Uh, Megan gets home to her hotel room. She's drunk and she's looking for Ricky, but she can't find him. So what she does instead is goes live on Instagram. 
She hears a bang from next door, which she thinks is Ricky, and that's where she says, "Oh, go and get. Can you go and get me some fries? Yeah. I'm hungry." She's got the munchies. That's the point where her hotel room telephone call the telephone rings, and it says choose an activity over and over again. Um, still makes no still sense. Still makes no sense. So she hangs up and then she passes out on the bed. And this is where you get your creepy paranormal activity type scene. Because we see it from her perspective of, we, all we can see is her lying on the bed. And suddenly the door opens slowly. Um, yeah. Her computer chair starts spinning around on its own slowly. And then her shoes fly off. Yeah. Which looked like they were just tied to a bit of uh, fishing wire. And then her hair moves out of her face and then suddenly Bobby's standing there by the bed and the man who was with him yeah is the man supposed to be John? I think so because they're they're gathering friends for Bobby yeah so (laughs) I don't know why I'm asking this so did was Bobby already dead and he killed John? I think Bobby was possessed uh, possessed in John's computer and Killed John. How did he get in the computer? I don't know. He just did, and then <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he killed John. Or yeah, because he must have slaughtered John because this all happened in nineteen eighty four. And now that room's laid dormant ever since. But now John's putting up his part of the deal by getting Bobby some friends, and he's not been able to do that before. No, now. because the room's not been used. <laughs> okay, <laughs> it all makes sense, Nick. I don't know what your problem is. Okay. <laughs> Megan has the, the freaky Link Rabbit dream again, you know, like the quick flashes between of 1984. Yeah. And Dave calls her and texts her, trying to warn her not to go back to her room. But she ignores him. She's like, I'm already here. She wakes up at this point. I mean, it takes him way too long to actually get off his ass. Yeah. And go to her room. It really does. Um, then we get the scene that threw me completely because... Halloran, who's really called Warren, he confronts the hotel manager about why somebody's been allowed to stay in that room. And the manager says, nobody believes your ghost stories, Warren. And if that's true, why is this the first time the room's been used in 30-odd years? Exactly. <laughs> that's what for him, that scene was completely unnecessary and threw the whole film into disarray. And there's something that happens right at the end that completely contradicts this conversation. Yeah. So we'll get to that. At this point, Halloran heads up to the hotel room. He knocks on the door, uh, and nobody's there. But he can hear a mobile phone vibrating, like ringing. So they don't ring anymore, yeah. do they? They just vibrate. Um, it's coming from under the bed. So he he looks under the bed, and Ashley's lying under the bed. So he's like, "Oh, I've, I've come! I've come to rescue you." But then the phone lights up, and it's in her throat. It's in her neck. Yeah, yeah. a bit like Eye Boy. <laughs> And then she jumps him, and it's like a jump scare, and the scene ends. Yeah, she's also then behind him, and yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. He's pounced on. And is he ever seen nope. again? <laughs> no. Um, cut, okay. cut from there to Megan in the shower. Um, Ashley comes in, uh, into the room where Megan is. The Link Rabbit logo draws itself on the mirror in the steam. And then suddenly somebody knocks on the door. And it's Dave, and yeah. he bursts in, and he's like, "At last, yeah, finally, he's turned up." And Megan cuts out the shower. He's like, "Come on, we need to leave." And it, well, yeah, to convince her to and leave, he's like, "He's like, let's watch our sex video," <laughs> which she didn't know existed. Um, yeah, exactly. So to gain her trust, so to make rightly, her leave with him, she says, "He says, look, you need to watch this video of us having sex." So obviously, quite rightly, she's. 
absolutely annoyed <laughs> and gobsmacked that he, this was filmed without apoplectic. a Um <laughs> He only wants her to see the bit later on where Bobby walks in, but he doesn't show her that bit. Yeah. No, and he's not. He started he's not, from the not, beginning. Um, he yeah, doesn't explain like to her that that bit happens. <laughs> he's not keyed it up to the place he needs. Yeah. Um, but then he says my favourite line of the film because he says, we need to leave. There's an 8-bit demon here. <laughs> I really liked it. I thought that's really clever. Um, she kicks him out, but he's like, I'm not going anywhere. I'm staying. If you're not coming with me, I'm staying here with you. And yeah. So he, she goes to bed. He sits on a chair next to the bed and he's barricaded the door between the two rooms. Com- with yeah, wardrobe. But he is comically <laughs> yeah. barricaded the door because there's a huge huge antique wardrobe which was never in her room she's got a walking closet there was never an antique wardrobe in there um and there was chairs and tables all stacked up dave is strong um unfortunately dave's also tired because he falls asleep dave is a dave is a bad night watcher um again the link rabbit logo draws itself on the wall the app loads itself up on megan's laptop um they wake up, they hear a noise, and the barricade is now gone. That's just disappeared. Yeah. Megan's covers start to slowly pull off the bed. That's what wakes her up. The, something starts to pull in her covers off the bed. She wakes up before Dave Yes. Yeah. so her screaming wakes him up. Uh, suddenly she floats in midair. She gets, yeah, she's, again, it's a horror she's movie floating. trope, isn't it? It's like floating Yeah, she girl. levitates and then she's yanked off. <laughs> Which is what Dave was hoping <laughs> would happen. Um, yeah, she gets dragged off into the next room. Uh, Dave, instead of trying to flee, he gets his camera out and he starts filming what's going on. And he follows her. He's like, right, I'm going to go and investigate. And he walks into the room. Um, did we, so we're now in Ashley's room. Uh, there's blood. Yeah, we're we're, all, we're now seeing it all through Dave's, Dave's handheld phone. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there's blood everywhere. He can hear Megan, but he can't see Megan. Um, he then runs also runs into this invisible wall that Ashley ran into earlier. Um, picks himself up, heads into the closet where Megan is. She's t- well, she says to him in the, cl- comes yeah, into comes, the closet. Yeah, comes to the closet where Megan is standing with her back to him. And when she turned around, she's all ghostly and her eyes are bleeding. And then Ashley attacks him from behind, and the camera falls to the ground. And then I thought, oh, that's it, we're done. But we're not done. Yeah, <laughs> because yep. some time later, presumably the following year at the next VidCon. ViewCon, no. Or is it the I, next day? No. <laughs> this is what's confusing me because the, the the new person who comes into the room who is specifically let in by the manager yeah. who had just said there's nothing wrong with that room. Yeah. She says something like, oh, this was the room AKI Ashley was in. Yeah. I'm here on the last day three of um, ViewCon. I assumed it was the following year, so, but uh, maybe it. So maybe it is the following year, but it's the way they say, why didn't they just say day one? <laughs> and then we would have known it was True. the following year. She specifically said it's the last day of Yukon. And I'm like, what, the day after? The day after all this has just happened and three people, four people are now missing. Five people are missing. <laughs> if you count Ashley, Megan, Dave, Ricky and Halloran. The impression it gave me was almost the manager is working with the ghosts because he's oh, maybe. leading people into the room. But then why hasn't he done that for the last 30 odd years? Exactly. <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> so this this girl's called Lala Lauren. That's her name. 
Um, she gets checked into the room. Um, she goes to her bed and Link Rabbit opens up on her laptop. But it's not old school Link Rabbit anymore. It's new school Link Rabbit. Mod- it looks, it's got modern so, day GUI now. And so is AK Ashley taught Bobby and uh, John some, tr- some, some coding? New coding. Maybe. And then a webcam turns on and then the film ends. I, I'm sensing that you didn't like this film, Nick. It's fucking garbage, <laughs> right? <laughs> and it makes no sense whatsoever. But I kind of didn't hate it. I didn't hate it. I actually, do you know what I mean? Actually, yeah. quite enjoyed it. I mean, I I wouldn't go that far, but I I kind of wanted to see it. Through. Yeah, I I would say you know my thoughts on this type of thing. I actually I I'm going to go out there and say I did quite enjoy it. I don't think it deserves its two point eight on IMDb. I think it's probably I, worth a bit more than that. I do I do agree with you on that because if you if you think um so when we watched Aerials a couple of weeks ago, which was one point whatever yep. it was 1.6 1. 1. 1.5 i think swiped is 3.2 and this is nowhere this is definitely not the next worst thing we've ever seen no not at all it's, it's no better way. than swiped this it's is... a lot better than swiped and swiped at yeah, 3.2 yes yeah, harshly rated that is yeah it's it's very highly very badly underrated i think on imdb I'd... yeah so that is a harsh rating on i'd it. go fours mid fours maybe 4.5 I know I sort of had a bit of a pop at the start saying, you know, there's no proper actors in it. But but to be fair, the the two leads, they're not that bad. I know they're essentially playing themselves. (laughs) But they're not awful. No, they're not awful. Nobody Um, in it is awful. It is the fact that it makes no sense. The script makes no sense. It is a bad script. There is no... It's just a load of stuff that happens. And then some more stuff happens. (laughs) There's no connective tissue here whatsoever. Um, it's just this is, some events. There's an idea of a good story there somewhere, of a, a haunted hotel room that's haunted by the internet, or the very early version of the internet. It's just not quite executed right. But as a as a decent, it's not a bad little horror film. There's much worse no. low-budget horror movies out there. It, it's nowhere near as bad as something like Deadly Detention. No. Uh, that we've seen previously. I mean, Even Malevolent. Like, give me this. It's, Give me this every time over that. It's better. Yeah, well, I, I this is definitely more enjoyable than Malevolent. Yeah, 100%. Because that was just absolutely anger-inducing. <laughs> um, it's got some decent little scares in it. There's a couple of jump scares in it. There's, there's worse horror movies out there. That's, that's as much as I can say on it. Yeah, it's, it's not a good movie. But it's not as but bad we've as seen a lot worse. Again, on the curve of some of the stuff we've seen, yeah, there's, it, it's not a 2.8. No, not at all. Should we talk stream table? Yeah. I'm uh, still going to ask you to read from the bottom <laughs> up, though. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> um, currently at the bottom in 16th is Swiped, uh, 15th is Aerials, 14th is Malevolent, 13th is Life Force, 12th is Eyeboy, 11th is Results, and 10th is Hungerford. I don't think I need to go any higher than that, do I? Um, no. <laughs> What's no, your no. initial thoughts? Um, so for me, it's which which side of life force does this go? Oh, I'm a little bit high. I think it's which side of Eye Boy does it go? Uh, so okay, one. we're somewhere between results and malevolent then. Yeah, so we're not we're not far, we're not, not too far, far away. Uh, I mean, I did I didn't really like Eye Boy. I I think, but I think I liked it more than this. 
yeah. Uh, See, I did quite like iBoy, so I think you're probably right. But I, I think life. Yeah, I can, I can, um, I can give or take which side of life force. I think I, I probably enjoyed this. Yeah, I was just going to say that. I think I enjoyed this more than I enjoyed Life Force. You know, whether whether that's because at times Life Force felt like a bit of a slog. Yeah, and also it didn't really make any sense. So they're quite a good good match pair to put together. So do you want to go just above Life Force? Yeah, why not? Okay, just above Life Force, just below iBoy. I think that's fair. That's about right. It's, one's a nonsense film, one's a film about technology. And this is a nonsense film about technology, so it fits perfectly there. Lovely. <laughs> How are we going to turn the tide Perfect. on it, though? I mean, I think I want... I just I just um, do a bit of work here, guys. Yeah. Let's explain things a bit clearer. I wanted to I, own its scares more. Because yeah, it it go it it goes for some scares and it backs out of a couple of them. It do, it doesn't follow through with its scares. It needs to be scarier. And there's so so much of the stuff just happens off screen. Yeah, and I and I totally get that's probably budgetary issues. It's it's effects issues, but I needed more than her just she's disappearing off into a room with all of it. The most restraint point about it for me is when you've got, as you would say, a Captain Exposition in there. You've got a character. That knows what's happening when this Warren slash Halloran character. Use him a little bit more. Give me a bit more information on what happened between John and Bobby and why they're doing this. Yeah. And then you've got a half decent film. It's almost there. It's it's not like you've um you've not got a bit of time to use. This is only an hour and a quarter. Yeah. Give, give you know, ten minutes on what Give me ten minutes more on that flashback stuff. Because yeah. they they went for it and then bottled it. It was like the flashback was almost there. And then they just didn't do anything yeah, with him, it. Of just of him of him discovering the body. Yeah. It's like, oh, actually, what, well, come on. Tell, then, us, let tell us, us what happened. What they happened. found out what happened and we didn't. <laughs> just, I need a little bit more. I just want a little bit more explanation of what's happening. And I need it to own, how, script, how own about, scares a bit more. How about this then? So, I, you know, you probably need to completely uh, double the budget to do something like this. But what if you told both at the same time? Double timeline. And they like... Mo- mirrored each other that could be quite interesting because you've got there was a con i think it was called tech con going on in 1984 yeah and then how that could also tell the story of how cons have changed over the 30 odd years so let's see the same movie yeah the same events 45 minutes each you go scene to scene to scene scene yeah follow them done that's that's a a bit different film i'll give you that and then just be a bit more scary own your scares They, they showed a gory scene of ricky being strangled by this balloon string but then that's all they really yeah. did yeah and you've got um warren to halloran to tie the tie the two together perfect you just made a top 10 film there nick well done oh, <laughs> talking of top 10 films shall we pick next week's yeah let's do it what do you want from next week I, I would like a comedy, but a proper comedy, not one that I feel like I've laughed at a few films that I wasn't supposed to. <laughs> I, uh, I was thinking over of, the last few thinking weeks. Thinking about this on my drive home today, we haven't done anything like post-apocalyptic for a while, or if if oh, ever no, properly. Well. I like some sort of post-apocalyptic thriller. Yeah, we did um, the Bad Batch last season, didn't we? That was yeah, that was a, a bit. bit of that. that was like almost too far, though, wasn't it? Yeah, we've never done a disaster okay, cool. movie either. Like a earthquake movie. Did we like. not do an alien invasion? Yeah, but you know what I mean? Like a day after tomorrow or <laughs> a natural disaster type movie. Yeah, that's true. Right, I'm going to press the button. Are you ready? Yes. Ah, it's picked a film called El Camino Christmas. Okay. 
can do a Christmas film in February. Do a Christ- <laughs> oh, why not? Um, any ideas what it is? I, I mean, I want to try and be funny and say it's uh, it's just Breaking Bad, no, the Christmas exactly movie. <laughs> Uh, the synopsis says Al Camino Christmas tells the story of Eric who comes to Al Camino looking for his unknown dad. He's harassed, hit and jailed by a drunk local cop who later shunk, who later shoots at a liquor mart with Eric plus four inside. The sheriff and deputy then shoot up the place answering each other's fire. That's a really weird synopsis. <laughs> it's really, really weirdly written. Yeah. <laughs> okay, fine. Um, Currently rated at 5.7 on IMDb. And stars Dax Shepard. Oh, okay. Who's a name I have not thought of for probably 20 years. Um, also stars Kurtwood Smith, who he was the dad in that 70s show, I believe. But it's probably more famous for lots of other things. Dax Shepard was in, uh, I thought he was, he was in uh, Idiocracy. Uh, oh, yeah. Which I talked about on our Christmas special. Um, I'm not recognising anybody else's names, but I'm sure there'll be more people in it that we all know. Cool. I don't know if it's a Christmas film. I don't know why it's called El Camino Christmas, but why not? We're just going to do it. Let's. So uh, go and and check out El Camino Christmas. And in the meantime, check us out on Instagram, Twitter and Letterboxd. All got the same username, at B-O-T-S underscore podcast. Uh, Facebook.com slash bottom of the stream. Our website is www.bottomofthestream.com. On there, you will find every episode we've ever recorded. You will find all four current stream tables. Um, You'll find loads of other cool stuff on there, including some merch. Um, Check us out on Patreon, patreon.com slash bottomofthestream. We've done a couple of uh, bonus Patreon episodes lately, so you'll get bonus episodes. You'll get early access to the episodes if I can get back into the habit of not editing them on a Sunday afternoon. You get a newsletter that Nick writes every month. If you come in at a certain level, you'll get a wild card. We'll send you some stickers, that sort of shit. And also come check us out on Discord. The Discord link will be in the description of this show. And it's literally just press that one button and you'll be there with us. So do that, please. Yeah, if you can't do any of that, please uh, spare us few minutes to leave us a review anywhere that you can leave reviews about podcasts that's places like podbean podchaser apple podcasts on spotify or link rabbit <laughs> don't check us out on link rabbit <laughs> you might get attacked by a killer balloon <laughs> cheers <laughs> cheers bye <laughs>